I'm Angie. Welcome. Do we have anybody from the public like listening in? Do we can we tell? No? Okay. So we don't really need to do any introductions because we know each other very well. Um, I guess this is going to be our last meeting on Zoom. We did one more month of Zoom, right? Correct. And we'll be in person next month. So I look forward to seeing people, whoever is comfortable attending, and we'll figure out the technology if you are not. Um, let's move on then to minutes of June 17th meeting. Does anybody have any um, adjustments or edits to the minutes as published in the agenda packet? You'll hate me, but I just found one thing. <laughs> the sentence that begins, I think under committee uh, commission discussion, uh, the sentence that starts with your name, Angie, I think it, yeah. There's an extra- McConnell, yeah. There's an extra N in there. Got it. Do you find that? It's in the, the oh, first right. well, sentence. Chris, Chris and I'll find it. It's the first sentence. It starts with your it starts with your name, Angie. Awesome. Okay. Did well, with that, um, since Scrivener's we're on names, Chris. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, since we're on names. Won't you be glad that? when I don't do that? <laughs> you don't have me around no. to bug you all. <laughs> yeah. What you got, Paula? I'm, I'm not sure my last name is spelled correct. There were some minutes, but I don't remember if it was these minutes. V-A-U-G-H-A-N. A-N, okay. Yeah. Oh. oh, I didn't catch that, Paula. Well, you may not have known it. It's a trick. <laughs> it's, oh yeah. Tricky last names, I feel ya. Okay, so with those, the adjustments and spelling, Scrivener's errors and such. Um, do we have a motion to approve the minutes of the June 17th, 2021 meeting of the Senior Center Commission? So move. This is Paula. Paula moves. I'll, I'll second. Lorraine seconds. And anybody oppose? Say nay. Anybody approve? Everybody approve? Say aye. Uh, aye. Woo. See, there you go. I'm bad at that part. <laughs> Public discussions for items not on the agenda. Do any of the four of us have anything to bring up that um, isn't listed? Or, oh, public discussion. Well, I guess that could be any of us too. Yeah, I don't even, I don't really have much of anything either. Just, I look forward to the operational overview, which is next, um, hearing all about the updates this month. Yeah, we we have had a couple of different things. Um, <laughs> let me see. Um, so um, we are back in the building full time starting uh, July one. Um, <clears throat> it's not been very busy. The down the first the ground floor. I'm sorry, we renumbered the floor. So we got to get it together. But it's always been a ground floor. I'm just having issues. The ground floor has been pretty busy with people coming in and out, play pool, and to I'll use the, the wellness uh, areas, the different studio spaces and um, um, the uh, equipment to work out. Um, we have had some people up on the first floor that I've seen um, playing cards and um, um, participating in the, some of the classes that we have in-person classes, like um, uh, what's that one we got now, the dance one, line dance maybe, <laughs> I always get confused. Um, and our Palm Squad is back. Um, so Palm Tastics have been back in the building. Uh, we've been able to provide um, some uh, space for um, the, the band that's playing that normally is here out of Terry True Blood because um, as we were, as I had my um, press release ready to go, I got a frantic call that um, Latasha we have to shut down the floor and the door to the parking room to your building. And I was like, what now? So after um, after getting lots of assessments and trying to figure out all that was, you know, we were able to release that we were reopening with limited parking options. So we just recently, as of yesterday, um, I believe we're able to unlock the skywalk door and is now accessible for people to come through that door. And there is some parking, some more parking has opened up um, near, closer to the door, 
um, but there's still some more um, work that needs to be done in that facility. So at one point it was doomsday, like we're shutting the whole parking ramp down. And I was like, I quit, I quit, I give up. <laughs> um, but then I was like, then I got some hope a couple hours later that no, no, it's not that bad. You just need to make these adjustments, et cetera. So there is some space you are able to get, if you have a parking permit, you're able to get in. We've been um, going in and, and folks are saying that there's, there's plenty of space if you have a parking pass. So if you have like a parking permit, you can park in there. It says full, but if it's even if it says full, if you use your parking permit on the little thing out there, it will open for you. Um, so just put that out for folks. So there's still some limited hourly parking, um, but most of it is a lot of permanent, permanent, permanent parking, excuse me. Um, so yes, that has happened. And now we're kind of retracting and now there's a little bit more available parking. Um, and today's debacle is that um, Mid-America's tearing up our sidewalk <laughs> outside of Washington Street door, which is our new main entrance. If you haven't been by the building, you'll see that we have done, a, a uh, staff has done an amazing job of making that look as welcoming as they can. We're, we're looking into even purchasing some, some uh, furniture pieces that will uh, make it a little bit more comfortable um, if people need to rest and wait for their rides. Um, we're trying to go ahead when we opened up to set up things the way that they will be in the future so that we don't have to do a lot of switching around. So we knew that Washington Street would be our main door. So we went ahead and, and moved that desk down there. And there's some security reasons why we did that as well because the way that the front desk used to be set up, people can walk from all different directions and they had no way, no shield, no nothing. Um, and so we went ahead and moved them downstairs and now they're kind of in that corner where there was some seating before. Um, and the pop machine is gone because it was loud and the soda that was in there was over a year old anyway. So <laughs> we just let it go. <laughs> we just let that go. So the lobby right now is just a lobby. It's just got chairs and tables and couches where people can come and chat if they want to play some cards. Um, and um, so we're still set up in the assembly room for a city council meeting, which um, I think there's another one ne uh, next week. And then we'll see if that continues another month or et cetera. But we want to make sure we're um, making our facility available for such meetings. And so um, they're just trying to keep some social distancing for folks. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, staff is still here. We're still rocking and rolling. We are feeling um, really, really, um, at least from some staff, I haven't talked to all staff, and this is not overall everyone, but we are feeling really confident about uh, the mission statement that we've all approved and are utilizing that a lot in our work to help guide us. And people feel really good about decisions that they're making, knowing if it fits within, you know, within the, the, the pillars that we've kind of presented as the core things that we do here. Um, which is also helping us even uh, today when I met with our um, marketing and uh, fundraising folks about the upcoming, um, you know, doing some fundraising for the upcoming um, building renovation. Um, he was like, people keep talking about these four things that you guys are doing. I was like, oh, yes, that's good. And other people are talking about it as well, which made me feel good as a person who's trying to provide some direction that other people are aware that these are the four things that we're using as our, our, our markers of if we're getting the job done. And so if you don't know what I'm talking about in our mission statement, it says that um, we want to continue social involvement, right? That our vision statement is continue so, uh, social involvement and to end social isolation for um, people in Johnson County 50 plus, right? And then in our mission statement, it talks about the way that we will do that is with community engagement, social connections, wellness, and why is it my brain always stop when I'm laughing? What am I missing? Social connections and what did I say? Social connections, community engagement, wellness, lifelong learning. How did I forget the classroom? Duh. <laughs> so lifelong learning is the, is the last one. And um, so people have been able to kind of rattle those off. You'll see them on all the TVs coming in. Um, we'll, we'll definitely have um, those same four uh, pillars will be up on the banners that we'll have. And I'll talk about the 40th anniversary in a little bit, but 
um, we'll, we'll have those up there too of how we're trying to address those things. So we're feeling really good about that. And it's, it's simple enough that we all can kind of remember, unless you always forget a fourth one. But I promise every time I always forget a different fourth one. I never forget the same fourth one. Um, and um, that's really been helpful. And so that's kind of an update on the staff, the staff end of it. Um, as well as members and others who are connected are seeing that and able to utilize that language to kind of describe what it is that we're doing here, which is good because the more people can be an ambassador for us talking about what we do here, it helps with bringing people in, it helps with um, being able to kind of communicate that out in, in any written form or video form as well. So um, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything else. Um, we're going to be purchasing a couple of things here in the building, some furniture. Um, we painted the billiards room. So if you get a chance, we, we did paint the billiards room. So it looks really good. Um, and um, we will, we are looking through the building and looking at different cultural arts and different things like that. We have a lot of white walls in the senior center. So we're looking at like what kind of pictures can we put up to be inclusive, of course, as well as just kind of brightening up the space a little bit more. So we'll be looking for some things. Um, we'll have limits. We don't want everybody to start donating us pictures because we love people, but they will donate lots of pictures and we'll be like, we can't put them all up. We can't put them all up. <laughs> it's like saying, we'll take plants and we'll get like 1,400 of them, right? So it's like, um, we're gonna carefully probably purchase some poster art and put it in a little plastic and put it up, you know, because we know we're about to go through a major renovation. So, you know, we don't want to know acquire massive art, but we want to live, live, you know, be able to live in the building and, and feel people to feel welcome. That's it. Um, one idea that we're floating right now um, is talking about going green at the center. So that's kind of the unofficial title is go green at the center and just kind of talking about ways that we can support carpooling with you know other vaccinated folks um, or however people want to do that but um or um counting steps or um uh, transportation now for 65 and older is riding the bus so like what are ways that we can help people get to the building without parking to try to mitigate some of the parking woes as well as build some more social connection opportunities for folks to come into the building. So that's just a very preliminary thought that I'm just kind of throwing that out there with you all. Um, we, you know, we, we host a lot of hundred granny activities. Um, the city is very committed to lowering emissions as well as sustainability. So um, our, our goal is uh, to also work with the sustainability office folks here at the city for our anniversary. And I can talk about that in a little bit um, as well. But you know, there's some things that we can do, um, cutting down on lots of waste, paper, scanning more instead of lots of printing, that kind of thing. There was, we're trying to do some of those things to kind of do our part as a department to save the planet or something. That's what they told me I was supposed to do, save the planet. So I'm trying. It's just you. Just we're all, just you. We're all relying on you and only you to save the planet. <laughs> But you know, that's just an idea I floated to the staff. I think there's some, some cool things that we can do there. And you know, we can have some drawings for pedometers and different things that we can, we can do. But it's kind of cheesy, but it's also important. Um, so that's kind of an idea that's out there floating. Um, we have some other internal operations things that we're working on improving and, and getting ready to go. Um, but just that's just kind of the update that I have right now that's written on my paper and it's top of mind, but Kristen, if there's something else that I'm missing major that we have going on, I don't think so, but I mean, we always got something, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like the most pressing things at the top of my brain right now, this is, this is what I'm feeling. I know when, as the county representative on this commission, um, I know you've talked a lot about uh, ending, you know, the socialization that comes with living on your own on a farm without a whole lot of assistance around you, um, a, you know, a lack of that social interaction that comes with having neighbors mm -hmm. in a small tight-knit neighborhood like Iowa City. Um, and recently seats just opened up to um, rural transportation. 
Mm. So Johnson County Seats is not just limited to just paratransit trips. It's more open. I know that they were doing some rural trips, but um, Tom Braze is really expanding their eligibility and services. And you can now sign up ahead of time on an app um, to get a ride into, you know, anywhere from the rural area. So that would be, you know. How much does that cost, you know? $2 per trip. Wow, okay. So $2 into the senior center, maybe you could do something communications wise to get that okay. out to the rural seniors, Solon area seniors and such Oxford area seniors I could help with, but yeah. Okay, well, that's great. We can definitely put that out like on our on our email blast and just kind of let people know. Uh, my goal was to, uh, our, um, we have, when you come in the second floor, there's a big, um, what's that thing called? Sticky pin thing. Bulletin board. Bulletin board. Thank you. On <laughs> a bulletin board. And so what we've done in the past with, with uh, how we advertise information is, you know, once I came, you know, I we, we added the televisions because I thought visually that would be more appealing than just flyers everywhere. Um, is to be more intentional about our, our bulletin boards. And so that seems like a, a, a place that made the most sense to kind of talk about going green, right? Because we know the biggest emissions is coming in from, from people driving. And then some of the biggest woes at the senior center is parking. Well, if everybody drives individually, then that's four cars. But if, you know, people got a couple of rides, you know, then that's one car, which is more parking. And, you know, um, if people are going to similar classes or they know they're going to be there from nine to noon, can we figure something out? And of course, it'll be based on people's comfort level. Um, but, um, you know, we have to figure what that what that might look like out. But it just, to me, it just made a lot more sense. Or, um, you know, now that busing is free, you know, maybe there's a parking lot that's near uh, a bus stop that people can park and just all ride the bus over together. I'm just trying to just really think about some some options so that that's less of a, a burden to folks. As, as we, you know, if, if, the, if the goal is from our commission and our members and stuff to stay here in this building, then we have to figure out the parking piece of it. And yeah. unless we're gonna, you know, build a much higher thing uh, with more parking or we find other ways to uh, lessen the parking by, partnering together, walking, riding bikes, et cetera, then, you know, it's just going to be a continued thing. I said, the other option is, I told Jeff, I said, the other option is buy me half a Sycamore Mall and I will run that whole center out of there. And he's like, I don't know if the member's going for that. I said, I know they won't, but I'm just saying, it would be much easier with parking if I have an entire parking lot than I'm dealing with paid parking now, though. And we know that that's lots of folks want to stay here in this building once we buy. So I was like, that, these are my options. Either you give me a new building with a parking lot, or we got to figure out this parking situation next door for sure. So that's the goal. Let's figure it out. Have you talked to Kelly Schneider at the county about carpooling software that no, exists I haven't. out there? This is this is a Latasha Deloach impromptu random email to all of staff. <laughs> like, so I have these ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, actually, they're not bad. I was like, I, I had a little creative moment. Um, well, if you ever want to sit and talk transportation, that's what I do here at North Liberty. So. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, and Kelly has come over and has done programs and rode buses with people. And she's amazing. So we, I want to rope her in because I want to figure out a way that we can do this easier, smoother, with less people frustrated about parking. Lorraine, were you going to say something? About yes, that? I was actually. Oh, um, I'm, I'm concerned about the parking thing because um, one of the, I think one of the complications of getting rid of the, the little passes, you know, the $15, and I realized often you can't get into the ramp. And, mm-hmm. you know, I decided this winter not to drive anymore because, well, there were lots of reasons. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, one alternative would ordinarily be the bus either the city bus or CAM bus, but a lot of people are very skittish about using the bus these days because of safety issues, because of mm. COVID. And now, I mean, there was a hundred percent, over a hundred percent increase in COVID cases in the last 14 days, mm-hmm. the Delta variant. And so a lot of people would just avoid the bus, buses like the plague. 
So at present, that may not be an adequate solution. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a great thing that it's free now. It's a thing we can put out there, but you're right. But even riding in the car with somebody else is a carpool. That might not be right. the best thing right now either, or, right. or seats or any of them, right? So it's like, oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll just walk in it with fresh air. I'm you sorry, know, Jeannie, go Jeannie ahead. Jeannie to uh, get in there, but I, I'm not sure that we can still hear you. I, I'm not sure. Can you hear me now? Yeah. 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 Good. Well, I was having trouble. Uh, we actually are at a lake with my our kids and grandkids and stuff. Oh, okay. So that's why it took me a while to get onto the Wi-Fi and longer than I thought. And so I apologize to you guys. Oh, you're okay. Um, what I was going to say with the increase in COVID cases, a lot of it has to do with the you know the new strains and things like that. And at this point in time, those people being that are vaccinated, as far as they can tell, it seems to be taking care of a lot of these new strains, uh, which is good, you know, but that's not to say that it's not possible for someone to still get it, especially if they have other, right. um, you know, other uh, problems health-wise. Um, but so I was, but I, one thing I was going to mention with that too is, uh, have we even thought about, like, for instance, there's churches that aren't too far from the center. Is that, could that, something like that be an option that, um, you know, that they could uh, possibly make that talking to different churches that have parking lots um, where that could be a, a place where people could uh, actually come together and then there'd be a bus that could transport back and forth. Um, I don't know, it's, it was just something I was thinking about. The other thing too, I was gonna mention as far as health goes, uh, since I'm working just real part-time uh, for the VNA yet, we are actually, and you may have mentioned this already, Latasha, that we're actually back in there at mm -hmm. the senior center, mm -hmm. um, doing blood pressure screenings, foot clinics. Um, yeah. I think they're going to be doing cholesterol clinics too, because I just did one uh, at the VNA, but they're going to switch it now to the center. So, I mean, yeah. that's good that that's coming because, or, you know, kind of back in um, everything. And uh, even though it's lessened as far as the senior center not wearing masks, as, as long as they enter our clinic, you have to have a mask on because we're still a clinic, considered a clinic, mm -hmm. and therefore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, mandates that anybody has to have a mask as long yeah. as they go into a clinic. So I was going to mention that part too, uh, because I was actually at the center the other day doing blood pressures, I guess it was or something. And um, yeah, people were walking in, of course, without masks. And I said, you know what? We don't have a choice. But at once I said it's OSHA mandated, mm -hmm. I don't have a choice they put it on right, you know, right back on. Yeah, people, people will do, I mean, we have masks strongly preferred or some, some type of language like, and I try to make sure, you know, if I'm out, nobody ever is on the first floor these days, so I just kind of walk in, you know, um, but like, you know, that if you're walking, if I'm walking through the building, I'm going to grab a mask and walk through and you try to be an example. If we're behind plexiglass or closed door, of course, we take them off because we're in here by ourselves, but um, yeah, you know, some people we still see them on, and then we see other people who are choosing not to. Right. We're, we're in a little bit of a fix. Yep. Um, with some of those changes on the, the state level. And, you know, with all the other facilities making that choice, I the strongest language I used was the strongest language I was able to use. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's tricky. And if we need to, we can, you know, keep some masks or something near that door so people have to walk over back. To you know, something like that actually would be a good idea because you're always going to have people coming in without masks. And, um, you know, and sometimes people still, I mean, even uh, with me, when sometimes I go to the grocery store, sometimes I honestly still put a mask back on because I just feel more comfortable with that. Oh, when I go to the grocery store... I have seven-year-olds. They can't get a vaccine. Right. So, like, exactly. you know, I, we have to wear a mask. 
Yeah, that's right. And well, the thing is, I'm around my grandkids a lot. Um, so it just a lot of times it, I'm just more comfortable, you know, in that situation yeah. and thinking, OK, I am not about to be the one to give them um, COVID. So, yeah, but I'm done. <laughs> no, that's very helpful. Um, thank you so much for, for that. I mean, such good information. And I, I did forget to mention about DNA being back because they just started back in, in um, July as well. Um, so thank you for that. And um, I'll try to send a note to staff or something to see if we can get like an envelope or something that can kind of hang where people don't have to dig their fingers all the way through to just get a mask um, so that when they go into the clinic. Do you guys have any uh, signage on the door down there that says that? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Um, so we, you know, we can always, uh, you know, transfer by. We have extra masks in there too. Oh, so. you got some inside. Okay. 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 Yeah. See, and I'm not the person that usually. I'm kind of more the fill-in person. Okay. But I know that she, uh, Carol, has that kind all, you know, in there and ready to go. Okay. So. Yeah. If it's like right at the door, then it's like, please put your mask on, and most people comply pretty well. Um, as for parking in the different parking lot uh, churches, I'll tell you something funny because I've been here way too long. Those spaces are literally like permitted out to other people during the day. And then like, it used to be that, you know, the UU uh, church, Unitarian church used to be down here. They had special permission to park on both sides of the street and certain places. That's just how bad parking is. It's because like there's really no place to park um, other than the ramps and on the street. Um, because even like across the street, like we, I remember, were you, were you a part of that conversation, Kristen? I was trying to see if we can get like, we were trying to see if like during like um, ship season or something like that when we had so many clients, like people coming in to get help with their insurance if we could just borrow one parking spot across the street in the midwest one or whatever bank that is u.s bank or whatever um parking lot they were like no mm -mm, no we're like one for like a couple of months they're like no no we rent this space out and at a certain time it's 126 and you know what i'm saying so it's like good grief <laughs> so trust me parking has been a pain on every joint in my body since I got here. <laughs> I'm like, oh goodness. So we're, we, we, I, I would love to do that. You know, Gloria Day is not too far. Um, you know, there's some other churches, but even those churches have special permissions on Sundays and different days to park on the street because there's no other place. Those, a lot of those churches don't even have parking lot. I know Gloria Day does, and that's limited too, but everybody else, they might have like a few spots. It's maddening. We really need. We really need to figure something out. Um, we're about to invest millions of dollars into this building to update it. So, and you know that that dollar amount could be five to seven million dollars. So it's like we got to figure out the parking because it's only going to drive more people to want to be in the building. But if they can't get in the building, then we just invested five to seven million dollars in the building that people can't access. And that, that, that is a thing as a director that's on my brain of we got to figure something out because, yeah, we got, you know, between, you know, 13 and 1700 members plus public, but if you can't get in a building and that's the, the major thing is frustrating people, what do we do? And so, and I don't think the, the city's about to build a higher parking thing next door. So I'm open to suggestions. I'm totally willing to meet with you and kind of go over how I've yeah. been able to fill gaps up here in North Liberty. So. Yeah, well, well, let me know because um, I mean, I've talked about parking in City Park and seeing if we can get a shuttle and all kinds of things to try to make that work. But I am definitely concerned about parking. I'm more concerned about parking than the members because I have to be here all day. <laughs> and, you know, and so I get it. Um, anyways, I don't want, I, we're, 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 we don't have to stay on this one point. Please, please move forward. I don't have anything else to contribute at this time. <laughs> All right.
Does anybody have any more questions for Latasha as far as operations go or? Yeah, the new OSHA um, compliance mandates came out July 5th for all healthcare, all, all everybody who falls under OSHA healthcare. So we're general industry, so, but we have a plan, an act, um, infectious disease action plan in place anyways here at North Liberty, but yeah, it's pretty stringent. Um, but that's nice that you can lean on that's the thing with the mandates you can lean on well they're making us do it instead of it's the VA making us do it, you can say well OSHA is making us do it so when mm -hmm. we had mandates in Johnson County that was really helpful. Um, and then there were then what accompanies that is you know. violation fines and all that stuff. Um, so yeah um let's see moving on so. Commission discussion, senior center master plan discussion. I don't know if anything has progressed on that or. Um, we did have our kickoff meeting with the new, with OPN, which is our new architectural firm. And um, so, and, and then we just had a, a second meeting, no, a second, we're talking more about like HVACs type stuff, but um, staff was able to sit in on that meeting and were able to, they started the meeting off with like, what do you see the need here? What, you know, um, and we were able to kind of lean, pass on the survey information that everyone in the community had, well, not everyone, but the people who participated, we were able to send that on with them so they can look at it. We were able to provide some verbal ideas, um, some, some um, constant themes that always have come up is that the outside of our building doesn't truly reflect what's really going on on the inside of the building. So, you know, really just kind of talking about what does it look like to have those repairs and really let it reflect what's going on. Our signage really reflect what's going on um, with, within the building, um, as well as that our space is, is inclusive and expansive and how we are able to provide services to people that is accessible as much as possible so that folks can be able to participate fully. So um, that kind of was, if I was to wrap it up in a couple of words, it was kind of a lot of that discussion. And then we kind of walked through the building and really got to talk with the folks in the kitchen and really talk to them about, you know, this is a revenue opportunity for the senior center and maintaining our, our own funds coming in, as well as an opportunity for us to do classes and nutrition, et cetera. Um, and so really was able to talk to them a little bit. And so they were able to kind of go and start working on what that plan will look like. And um, the hope is that by October, um, it was September, but we had some delays um, due to some of our attorney folks and uh, different folks were kind of out of office to get everything signed. But once I got signed, we started rolling and then they had delays at the architectural. So we're looking at October as a completed date versus September. Um, once that's finished, we'll go into a design phase and then we'll go into a construction phase. Remember it's government and remember that we have to bid these things out. So it sounds like, oh, okay, but that's probably a year, <laughs> a year before we actually like have somebody here chipping away at the building, unfortunately. So next summer, hopefully we will be um, having some of these things happen, but we are internally trying to adjust and uh, to uh, to the things that are coming. And the beautiful thing about the master plan is we'll know we're attacking this part of the building for the first however many months. And that, you know, cause it'll allow us to adjust classes. Some classes we may not be able to offer in one season because we don't have the space, et cetera, um, as we renovate. So um, I'm looking forward to it. It, it. You know, the plans that the previous architects came up with, we kind of had got it down. It wasn't everything that we wanted, but it was close. So they're kind of using some of that and then, and then cleaning up some other things and, and, and hopefully we'll get a good presentation out for folks to be able to contribute financially or with energy helping us get the word out about the need. Um, you know, putting a little extra pressure on city council, throw us a couple of extra dollars <laughs> um, to be able to move some of these projects ahead. So that is where we are with the master plan discussion. If you have questions, I'll take them. It looks like Kristen's in a new spot. Right. Yeah, she's got a big old, big old office. Her office bigger than mine. Good Lord. No, I'm just kidding. She's up in 209. 
um, because we are moved, we moved her out of the lobby, so she's no longer down in the lobby. Um, it just really wasn't a place where she could have any type of privacy. And every night, I wish I could tell you how it sounds. Lock, 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 lock. She had to lock everything, even our <laughs> safe for like checks and stuff was sitting in the lobby. I was like, this is just not a good place for her to be. And so she is officially on the second, third floor, third floor is the second floor, you know. Um, and so she will be actually moving down to the mezzanine or the second floor. Um, they will be creating an office for her there with an actual door. So she'll actually be able to not have to lock everything, but knowing her since she's been locking everything for years, she'll probably feel locked. So, but we all know that everything will be extra safe in there. We, we will know that. It will be under double lock. Anything that's required by law will be under double lock. Um, so we'll be able to uh, have her down on the mezzanine, but she is in 209. But if you guys can come by, check out our changes here. It kind of feels weird, but then it, the more you see it, the more normal. It's like, why wasn't this like this before? You know, especially the first floor is like, why did we have like these random offices right here? You know what I mean? Like it didn't make sense. It, it, like in 2020, like, like, you know, it doesn't make sense. So it makes sense where our front desk folks are right now. You walk in, you go, somebody should have been here all along, you know? I don't know, Jeannie, if you saw that when you came in, it's like, well, duh, this makes sense that someone's at this Washington Street door. So that when people are coming in, someone can greet them, you know? Um, and so it just it just made sense um, that they're there. And since we closed our Lynn Street doors kind of permanently, it didn't make sense for us to continue to have a front front desk person there. Um, and that that is due to historic preservation pieces, and, and less about us not wanting people to come through the majestic doors of the senior center lobby. Like that's it's more of historic preservation issues there. Um, yep, that's it. That's all I got. Any questions? <laughs> I'm trying to get quicker, but I'm such a talker. Good Lord. Okay, since nobody has any follow-up questions, let's move on to 40th anniversary updates. All right, 40th anniversary update. We have some banners that will be going up. Um, I can't tell you the actual locations of them, but uh, they will be going up and they just basically are saying 40 years of service. And then it kind of talks about our, our four tenants that are kind of guiding us right now and it has our logo with 40 years in it. And, um, and then it has our website. So those will be going up. So if you see them, snap a picture or something, post it on your social media. They am a part of this free advertisement. <laughs> um, and um, so those are going up. We also um, are trying, we're trying to have a movie night but it's been rigmarole and all over the place. One day we had it and then the date got kicked and then we tried to do it the, the next day and then this Yom Kippur is happening. So we didn't want to do that because we're trying to watch the movie as a sunset and Yom Kippur starting at the same time. So we're like, well, that's not gonna work. So we moved it up to the week before, but we haven't got that confirmed yet. We're trying to avoid also like a Friday night because of you know, if there's a football game, then we can't. <laughs> so it's been a little bit running around, but uh, we, we we landed on E.T., the movie E.T., because it's from the 80s. We're trying to find an 80s movie that would be about 40 years old. We wanted to do um, a, a, a Harrison Ford movie. I can't remember, Indiana Jones or something, but we thought it'd be something that would, because we are always talking about redefining how people are seeing aging and that they understand that aging is a continual thing and that we're all doing it. And that um, we, you know, we were always looking for, we were looking for a family movie that our members and older adults as well, that they could bring their kids who might've watched it when they were younger and they can bring their kids. So it'd be like an intergenerational opportunity. And then we have some cupcakes. Um, but we have other things happening throughout the week. That's just, that's just one thing um, that we plan to do and um, some other projects. I think Grandparents Day is, is the Sunday of the week of our anniversary and want to partner with the, the library and maybe put some kits out that um, since it's Grandparents Day that people could do something together, uh, take some pictures, post it, and, you know, let us know about what they're doing with their grandparents that day and celebration of Senior Center Month and um, 
in our anniversary. So yeah, so, um, you know, we're just trying to come up with some things, but if you all have suggestions on the ways we can celebrate, um, we would love to hear it. And I'm still gonna be coming back asking you all about your your um, your little, uh, what, is, what was it that I asked you all? The Senior Center matters to me because, or something like that. So I'm still gonna be looking forward to getting that written on video, but I'll provide some kind of, uh, of um, document or something that you all can fill out or a link that you can send a video to or something. Um, we'll probably need to get it on our calendar, save the yeah. dates. Save the yeah, those dates are coming. Like I said, once we think we have it, then the next day someone tells us we don't have it. So my hope is that in August, we'll be able to start advertising the dates. Um, we will be closed in August on the 16th, um, which that's not a, that, okay. I was trying to make sure that that wasn't a day that we have a meeting with you all. I'm like, oh, that's not it. Um, but we are um, having a staff day. So the senior center will be closed on the 16th of August um, to just do some of this work so that we're, we're prepared and ready to roll um, with different things that we have coming up in the fall. So um, yeah, other questions, comments, or anything about the anniversary, we will definitely try to pull something together here from a marketing standpoint and start advertising that we're doing that, doing doing these different things. I don't really have anything to add. I did want to mention that the agenda packet has the link for the online survey that um, we're encouraged to fill out for the uh, ARPA money. Um, do you anticipate, I know this is not on the agenda, but do you anticipate that there's opportunities to kind of snag some of that money for the senior center? Is it a part of the priorities? And uh, we, we hope that's, please fill out that survey. Yes, fill out the survey. <laughs> mention, mention senior center. Mm -hmm. Because there's a question some, towards the end. Yeah. Right, there's some infrastructure dollars in there that can definitely help us move some of our projects um, further along, right, uh, faster. Um, and so, which might put us down a, a whole floor for a couple of months, but it would allow us to move those faster versus having to pull dollars from the community. It'll make it less of a lift for us. So please fill it out, mention the senior center, how amazing it is and how it should be supported. You know, you know, let me know if you need some language. Um, and, um, but yes, please fill that out and it doesn't have to be the senior center, put whatever you feel is important. Um, but, um, the more people that contribute there, I have learned as a, a past politician that you kind of go with the loudest voice sometimes. And so, do you think it would be beneficial for us to pull together a letter? Cause it says you can email, um, them. Ooh, that would be lovely coming from the senior center commission. What, what's the deadline? Oh, I don't have it in front. I don't of me. know. Yeah, it just says. I think oh. it's. A, I, I think it. Was, I think it might have been in August. August fifteenth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it was August. So that That's would allow cool. people some time if they wanted to pull together a letter from the commissioner saying, you know, please, you know, infrastructure programming are two areas that we felt that we could um, benefit from some dollars. The infrastructure piece from a COVID standpoint is being able to allow social distancing with you know with our population. When we change our classrooms, our goal is to make our classrooms bigger, which will allow us to spread out a little bit. So our next meeting is August 19th. Would we be able to consider moving our meeting up a week so we could talk about a letter to send on the 15th? Because we can't meet, you know, and discuss that out of here because that would be violating mm -hmm. quorum. Right. Is there I can't a way to send a letter on behalf unless it's just from me? As an individual, or you could, or you could draft something, and then we can send it to people, and they can respond to us. They just can't reply to all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can't reply to all. Like they can say, "We're going to send it to Kristen," and then Kristen's going to gather the edits or whatever, and then she could send it back out to everyone and ask people to individually reach out to her because you can't reply to all. Yeah. As long as you don't reply to all, I think it could be fine. Okay. And if you reply all, I'll just send it back like, I'm so sorry, but unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Right, I'm like, I can't really accept this, but if you send it individually, <laughs> then, you know, that kind of thing, um, because we don't want to violate that. 
Well, I will put that on my calendar to work on. Okay. It doesn't have to be, you know, anything yeah. too crazy, right? But like saying, you know, in, in consideration of this, please keep this population in mind because I think sometimes when well, our... In government administration, when you're thinking the whole picture, you like people to feed you things. Yes. Specific things that might work because yes. then they'll just go on the list and be like, oh, that's interesting. We'll move it mm -hmm. on up. Um, so... And I, we'll what have I'll, to talk about maybe specific things that might qualify. Yeah, I was, what I realized is, and as I'm getting older, I realize how this happens is when you are in that role, you are not thinking about yourself as being an older adult. So you're not thinking about that population. You're thinking about the loudest voices. You're thinking about the parents that are going to drive you crazy or whoever about whatever that issue is, you know? And so I, I always thought about that. I said, you know, we have always had older adults on our city council, but I don't think they were ever thinking like as an older adult, what is it that I specifically need? And they were going to this much broader generalization. And so older adults have been left out of strategic plans all over the place, right? Um, people who have done a really great job with some of this has been like San Francisco and other places who have really honed in on their aging population. But um, I, I wanna see if I can push that a little bit this year to focus um, with our city council to remember um, our population more. All right, I'm quiet now. Awesome. Well, yep, we'll get together and talk about that. Um, I think that's it for the agenda. The last things to adjourn. Uh, I did have one thing uh, oh, yeah. that I had for Latasha. I don't know if this is the time, but I thought maybe since we're meeting. When I talked to the consultant yesterday, Tyler from mm -hmm. Norway, yeah. um, about suggestions, I mentioned parking, but last, I wanted to add, last night I saw a friend who mentioned something that I didn't realize, which is her perception was that there's not enough cardio equipment. I mean, mm. there are two ellipticals and two or three treadmills, and sometimes, you know, it gets ganged up. So I don't know what the solution short of buying more machines is or whether there's space for it. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's a space issue. Uh, and that's why the plan in that and the master plan is to open up to move the art room and to yes. push through that dope, push through the wall where the art room is because it's next to the fitness room and make it longer and so we can put more cardio and more equipment in there. So that's a possibility. Yes, that's that's in the plan. That's actually in the plan. Okay, great. Okay. Yeah. Great. It's a space thing because if you go in there right now, we're 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 darn yeah, it's close. Tight. It's tight. Yeah, um, it's we we snuck a new bike in there just a year or two ago, but that's probably the exit. Yeah, I mean the only other option is to continue the appointment thing, you know, that people have to schedule it. Oh, that's that's true. Because otherwise true. it gets congested, people come at the same time. Yeah, that's true. And that's something we, you know, we can consider that. Um, um, we'll, we'll have to figure that out. We just kind of ended that because we know we were kind of doing it from a, a, a basis of, you know, kind of letting people come back in. But it, that is definitely something I can bring back to staff to think about that if that will help. Because um, I think there's probably certain times of day it's congested. Exactly. And so if we can like go, hey, just letting you all know that there's lots of time between this time and this time and maybe even talk with some of the people that are in there at that time to see if they'll so, get you know, them. You add that on, that suggestion, because I didn't think of it. Yeah. And maybe those are like exclusive hours or something. Like we can make yeah. it feel shiny. So people will be like, oh yes, I have got to come between 10 and 11 because, you know, there's smoothies or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'll come up with something more. And I don't, I don't know if anyone else mentioned that to him. I really don't know. Now that that makes sense. I mean, you know, now that we're fully open and more people are in there, one, it probably would help bring down mm -hmm. some of the congestion of having less people in there at once. I think we need to do a, like a time survey and see how many people are in there per hour. And then that might help us to kind of figure out where we're having a huge peak, where different peaks are to help us make some adjustments. Thank you so much for, for saying that. Well, on the, other, on the other hand, you don't want to have equipment there that's not being utilized. True. So, you know, there's doesn't make sense to buy more stuff and have more space if 
people aren't really using it that much, but with the number of members that we have, I would think we could easily have more equipment, use more equipment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll look, we'll look into it. And there are also more slimmer um, um, equipment because some of the equipment we have is older and it's a little bulkier. Mm -hmm. And so as we get more money and stuff for stuff like that, we'll be able to get things that are smaller. You know what I mean? That take up less space so that we can have more in there. So, okay. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I know that we're kind of going off the agenda here, but can... So in future agendas, can we put like an other under commission discussion at the very end? Because yeah. it seems like we talk about all these things and then we all think about things we want to talk about at the end rather than the beginning when we have the other items. I mean, we can have the public items at the beginning and that be more for people who attend and want to mention things. But then at the very end of the meeting, have like an other yeah. under commission discussion just so like we can bring up random stuff we hear. Um, that we want to announce. We can't really discuss it among the members, but we can hear about it and hear Latasha's um, comments about it. Um, and that's fine under Iowa code, but yeah. Well, yeah. I think we did have an other, a number, uh, it's that. Yeah, we, can, we, can we had another at the end. Yeah, we well, can, not we on this one. We can put we it back on. We can put it back on. That's not a big deal. That's Right. But that, that's letters. the appropriate time. Because yeah. this always seems to happen yeah, at the end, because you're like, oh, yeah, I want to talk about that. Yeah, so I apologize. Because something jars your mind and reminds you. Bring it up. Can you do that? Kristen? Well, of course, Kristen's already got it. She probably already got the next agenda half written and put it yeah. on there. Ain't no telling. <laughs> okay. Um, that's all I have. Um, but you're running the meeting, so I'm just going to sit over here and put my lotion. All right. Well, our next meeting then is scheduled for uh, August, what was it, 19th, Thursday, August 19th. Um, mm -hmm. And so I will see you there. I'm going to adjourn if that's okay with everybody else. All right. We're adjourned. We don't need a we don't need a motion and second for adjournment. It's just me no. saying we're done. Yeah. Yeah, it we're is 4.57. One hour on the dot, we're good. There's All your right. three minutes. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>